Hey Bryce, I saw something really cool on YouTube the other day where they actually recreated an Ariana Grande song using Labo instruments. I think we should try something like that. Drew, your Labo kit's been sitting on the floor of the office for weeks. We were supposed to unpack it and talk about it. We never did that. How do you, how do you suppose we're going to make music for the start of the episode when it's not even made? Uh, good point. Um, maybe we can just tap the box. All right. Okay. Do 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 do. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, episode 41. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my best friend, Bryce DeWitt. Yes, and on, on stage next to this, uh, this beautiful, uh, what would you call it? Man. I was thinking more more along the lines of, like... Pegasus? You go to a, you go to a horse race and you get somebody talk, yelling out there, all, like, all the action that's happening. I can't remember what you call them. Uh... Because that's exactly what you sounded like. Oh, okay. Uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. Uh, we're going to be discuss the recent Pokemon and Star Fox leaks and how that will hopefully blend into E3 this year. But first, Bryce, uh, you want to give a shout out to our Discord community? I, I absolutely do. Uh, while while it's you know only a few people uh, just just cracking out the posts in the Discord community, I'd like to thank you guys because. Uh, it's a daily thing now, getting on and checking. Yeah, checking it is, and yeah. It has been this week. It's, it's sort of uh, blown up thanks to the, all the Pokemon hype and the E3 yeah. hype going on. And the discussion is good too. Like, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, whether it down to be down to speculation or discussion on... I mean, a lot of the week we've been discussing last episode with the leaks and stuff like that and how, you know, leaks integrate into actual news and whether it's worth paying attention to them, uh, stuff like that. It's been really good. Yeah. So I just wanted to give a shout out to those few people who have been there, just supporting us with bombardments of comments <laughs> that we can react to, talk to, and you know, create discussion. It's a whole lot of fun. Mm. It's pretty cool how some I just read today actually that some of them were uh, from uh, Aussie Nintendo back in the day. Yes. The yes. Small Australian Nintendo community we were a part of when. Not, I was pretty. I was a kid. We were kids. We were kids. <laughs> we were, we were kids. children. Yeah. We were absolutely. We were like what nine, ten. Yeah. So Stop. shout out to that website. I was in mm-hmm. Nintendo back in the day. Yeah, it was a long time ago now. Jesus. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Bryce, you've 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 put what have we been playing? Because you've been playing some games. You want to talk about? Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, namely, I wanted to talk about one this week that I've been playing. I think it. I think uh, it's only it's only been a couple days, of course. But uh, mm. if you if you weren't on if you haven't got a release track record of what's coming out this year so far, I've been playing Horror Warriors. What have you been playing? Uh, I haven't been playing too much. I've just been sort of chipping away at Pokemon Ultra Moon. I want to finish that because uh, I feel like I should because I'm a big Pokemon fan, <laughs> and I also want to get to the end where I can shiny hunt in the wormholes. Yep. Yeah. So that that's what I've been doing. I haven't been playing too much of anything. Hopefully. I'm uh, hoping to pick up the Switch a bit more this week, but yeah, haven't been playing too much, unfortunately. Well, me and the Switch have had a love, a love, love relationship for the past two days. I've been playing a ton of Horror Warriors. Um, I uh, I have to I have to give in commendment with all the HD re-releases of Wii U games and stuff like that coming out. Uh, when they say definitive, it is absolutely definitive. There's so much content in that game already, and I haven't I haven't been able to put it down without feeling like I'm getting bored yet, which is fantastic because mm. you didn't get the season pass or anything like that did you no, no sorry no no sorry <laughs> i i had planned to but uh, then um you know time went on i i put the game down and i didn't pick it back up because dlc's releasing slowly is kind of like a hindrance for me now i'd prefer to just play it all in one bang yeah yeah i agree um but uh this has been like it, it's been a absolute joy because it's not only got DLC content from the Wii U version and the 3DS version. Uh, it's also got a couple of little things scattered in there that are, you know, revamped from the 3DS version on the Wii U version. 
mm-hmm. uh, complete like remade systems, or they've got their own little additional content to it, or just minor adjustments, improvements, and stuff like that. Okay. And mm. overall, overall, and it's the same thing I've been saying since I picked it up. I'm just like I could have paid sixty dollars in worth of DLC, or I could have bought, and I could have bought the 3DS version. Or I could have bought the definitive edition, and the definitive edition has been way more worth my time. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm so glad that they actually made it a thing because there's so much content to be loved in there that I think just got way too separated from the two versions. So. Yeah, it's another one of those games that definitely needed to be brought over from the Wii U, especially since a lot of people seem to enjoy Fire Emblem Warriors and um, Zelda being what it is. You know, people need to. I've played that. Well, if you're into that type of thing, no, I'm. I'm not sure how much I've talked about Hyrule Warriors before, but in my opinion, it's one of the most stellar examples of Warriors game that's been released, and that's because it translates so well with the Zelda formula. They integrate the two games and meld them together into a very nice package, mm. and in yeah. my opinion, they've just done a stellar job with it. I'm glad they re-released it because. In Japan, they've already they've already re like reintroduced Warriors Orochi, and I think it was Dynasty Warriors Eight to the mm. Switch. We haven't got them yet uh, in English speaking countries, but you know it, it's good that they didn't forget that that gem was there because honestly, it, it is a good game. And if you haven't played it, it's probably the best time to pick it up now, which is awesome. Mm. Yeah, so just going back to the other Warriors games, how does it compare to? Uh, other games in like just the normal warrior series well i it it's hard to speak about warriors in that respective because it's warriors is kind of all over the place it almost always has three releases uh the the newest release like three releases per game and that's usually the standard extreme legends and empires right empire (laughs) empires is the game you want to play because you can have custom campaigns and stuff like that and empires is fun uh, if you're only looking for like a run-through story type of thing, you play, you know, the first one. If you're looking for more content, you go to Extreme Legends, and then if you're looking for the definitive, you go to uh, Empires. Um, and that's like pretty much the extreme version with like you pay 150 bucks for like that type of thing. Uh, no, it they literally come out like in sequential after each other at okay, some point. It's yeah. like every four months they'll release a new version of the game, so, so like somewhat to what Street Fighter does. Sort of, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Pretty much, it's it's kind of it it's it's kind of well bullshit in some ways, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But you're better off just waiting for Empires most of the time. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, yeah. Dynasty Warriors seems to be taking a fall from grace at the moment. They tried to do something new with their formula and make like a big open world. Uh, hmm. with the newest game in Dynasty Warriors 9 and so far it hasn't gone too well okay because I was joking to you about uh, they should uh, have included Hyrule from Breath of the Wild as a map <laughs> you actually did yeah. yeah and then I just I've just remembered just now that they actually tried to do something like that with just Dynasty Warriors assets and it didn't translate too well because it, uh, apparently as far as I haven't played because it looked interesting the concept but apparently the world's just really empty it's like the most emptiest open world you've ever seen in your life. Mm. So that's unfortunate. You can sort but. of picture that too because apart from, uh, just from what I've been watching you play, like it's really detailed, but apart from the uh, enemies in your armies, there isn't really anything to do. How so? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I haven't played it that much, but just from what I can observe. No, there, like, there's things to do. You, you've got you've to be playing the game to understand what your objectives are i think okay uh like for example minor spoiler spoiler alert if you haven't played it but i suppose if you played skyward sword you'd probably know anyway but um what's his name uh gear him no 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 big big black uh thing oh, the, the, the <laughs> <laughs> from, from from the sealed grounds you know he walks up the mountain you gotta attack his toes and stuff like that you know there's stuff like that in there where it's like compulsory objectives sort of thing and then he'll jump up in the sky you'll go and launch a gruesinator bomb or something like that there's little things little littered like that through the levels uh and you get your general items like you do in zelda like bombs boomerang arrows hookshot stuff like that they all have their own unique actions with enemies and objectives and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and just you know it, it's it's a little more detailed than a warriors game i think in that respective which makes it great because Warriors is basically, you know, you control an enemy camp, you know, you're going to make sure that camp stays alive sort of thing. You're still doing that, but you add in 
like more boss fights and stuff like that in Hyrule Warriors, and then there's objective objective based things regarding around the map. I just feel like it's one of the cleaner games because it adds that little bit more to do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll take it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, when you, when I was, you know, it, it's one of those games that, like, in, in at first glance and the first like hour, you you kind of just like, what's the appeal? But as you go further in, you know, like, you look at all the other content and stuff like that. It's good. Mm. Challenge maps are great, and I think there's like ten to twelve of them in uh, the definitive edition. And the challenge maps are basically like you you go you progress along squares and stuff like that to fill out an entire map. You know, uh, yeah, that's cool. You yeah. get you get objectives and stuff like that to do. You get items that you pick up along the map, ways that you can use on the old Zelda map. And if you remember from the Zelda maps where the secrets are and stuff like that, you can use items to reveal those secrets, which will get you additional rewards hmm. and stuff like that. So there's actually some Zelda-based sort of trivia knowledge just from memory if you've played those type of things. Hmm. See, yeah, that is really cool. That'll get you yeah. little things. It, it's it's just, yeah, there's, there's a lot to love in the game, but uh, it does require a bit of patience because there is a lot of content to yeah. it. Like, back when I bought it on Wii U when it came out, I, I guess I sort of played it for a bit and I sort of... I think I got bored of it. Yeah. But I, I do feel like... I, I do sort of want to pick it up again on Switch and play it. But, uh, I don't know, maybe not just yet, just with the price being a you know, release price at the moment. But I would like to get in there and play it. Yeah. When you when yeah. you invest more time into it, you get more attached to it. I think it's a lot harder to get attached to a Dynasty Warriors game than it is Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, look, I, I love the aesthetic and the music and everything they're doing. Just mm-hmm. uh, need to get used to that gameplay and... Yeah, start enjoying it. The game plays the game plays a little bit different, and depending on how you use certain items and stuff like that, it changes. But it's the same with the Zelda game. As your repertoire grows with items and characters, you get a better feel of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of mix stuff up a bit more, and yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm. Anyway, so that that was all you want to talk about that. Well, yeah, I, I just wanted to say, I guess that if you've ever wanted, if you've ever been interested in Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, is worth the pick up. I think I picked it up for sixty nine dollars. Nice. It was it was worth the money. <laughs> it was it's been worth the money so far. I think I've already dumped twenty hours into the game. Twenty hours? Fucking yeah. hell. When did you pick it up? Two days ago. Uh yesterday. <laughs> Fuck What? Yeah. I picked it up where, yesterday. Where do you find the time? I didn't get I didn't get put on work yesterday, as you know. <laughs> that, so you played twenty hours. Yes, I just... played twenty hours of horror war. <laughs> what, so the only time you've taken off the game is to come here and do the podcast? <laughs> When did I pick it up? Like afternoon yesterday. <laughs> I think I think about and I think I got home at one o'clock and started playing it, and it's now nine. So mm. I've 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 been off the game twelve hours enough to sleep. <laughs> oh, you're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I love the game. What can I say? It's a good uh, game. No, that's cool. I wish you. Uh, no, wish you had it. I don't know if that was. I don't know if I wish I had not. When you get engrossed in a game, it's good. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, the immersion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, Bryce, let's move on to the Pokemon League. So they this was... Uh, they, let me start again. This <laughs> came out earlier last week, so it's about five days old at the time of recording. Um, but regardless, I am super excited because this is pretty much what I want. <laughs> if true, which there are a lot of signs pointing to yes... So we'll just go through. We'll go through quickly because we're sh- we're we assume you guys have already uh, seen what's going on. But if you haven't, we did actually talk about it briefly too. But it was older news of this news. Yeah, it wasn't as uh, detailed. Yeah. So the games have been outed as a uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee remakes of uh, Pokemon Yellow. And first off, remakes of Pokemon Yellow. Does that excite you? Well, it's it's more of a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. It it excites me. It. It excites me because the way that the new leaks have described it, uh, it's funny. It's funny talking about leaks in a positive life because, like, because we were just shitting all over it last week. Mm. But uh, it, the thing is, is like the news is so much more solid now that then there's a lot of physical evidence behind it that actually puts light to it. But it does. I think. I think that going back to Kanto was never a bad thing. I think like returning to Pokemon's roots is generally a good thing. Whether it's a good thing for the fan base or whether it's a good thing for returning players is a different story. But mm. I, I don't think anybody hates hates Kanto as a region. 
And I think now yeah. that we have more of a fleshed out Pokedex and stuff like that, mm. there's more. Yeah. It's like a, like a previous episode, I've said that I hope it's red and blue too, and you go back to the Kanto region or whatever. But I think <laughs> this is actually cooler because... It's more like yellow too. Well, you don't just get your, you know, uh, fire, water, grass starter, like Charmander and all that. Mm-hmm. And like, it will be different, even more different than that. So I quite like that. So we'll go through these dot points just from uh, what's been leaked. So, uh, Pokemon uh, remakes for uh, Switch, uh, two versions, Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, Red and blue play a role in the story. Uh, you and your rival are new, new trainers. trainers. Looks like now trainers, the Texas that It small. does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, following Pokemon Return, HMs are replaced with Pokeride from Alola. Uh, online has a hub for players. Pokemon Go integration. Catching Pokemon works like in Go. Rewards in game. Uh, and in Go for linking the two together. New accessory can be used in both Go and the games. Announcement soon, releasing this year. So, um, if if it comes to mind, because we actually talked about this in the Discord this week. The Discord. The community. Discord. There was there was literally a picture that came out around April Fool's Day, and that that's what everybody like passed it off. Of was like, April Fool's. Was it was a- April. Was Fools. April first. It was yeah. dead on April Fool's. Uh, where there was like a Eevee riding on a trainer's head and the trainer riding on the Lapras in what looks near Cinnabar. Yeah, it looks like it looks it like does. between Cinnabar and uh, Pallet Town. It does. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, so the thing is, is this this could also be very viable now. So whoever took this screenshot, just take the extra time and let your iPhone focus. I, I I would dare say that they wouldn't have much of an opportunity. It'd be somebody visiting visiting the company, and it's very very hush hush on like cameras. It's like under their jumper or something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's how most of these things come about. Now the thing is, is this this image could have been faked. Like I think that's. Very you know, easily faked, yes. Very easily faked. That can be obvious, you know. But at the same time, you know, with with the corresponding leaks that have come out, it actually makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, now, the reason I'm a little more confident in the leak this time is that they had uh, website domains registered and popped up for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Mm. Now, this could have this could have also been faked, but I think it's less less likely to happen. Um, somebody registered domain names but it's well, it, it's the same company they used as well to uh, register dona- uh, domain names for other games and systems yeah. on Nintendo too so yeah exactly so uh, unless it's... Nintendo is trolling us um, <laughs> which they could be <laughs> who knows well um, I think well the leaks but let's just let's just discuss this briefly the leaks before this were mentioning that Pokemon Pikachu uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee were supposed to be companion apps to the new Pokemon game I yeah. think so what that that was what the leaks said before they again with Emily Rogers talking she's like oh, I didn't <laughs> specify whether it was Gen 8 or you know whatever continue blah 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 mm-hmm. go back to our skit last week yes yes <laughs> uh <laughs> We she didn't she she's like oh I didn't I didn't say whether it's this or that this or that so basically she's seen this she's seen this leak thing that's come out for everyone like everybody's seen it this uh, seen it at this point she's obviously seen it before anybody else has and it's gone oh they're companion apps but no actually by the looks of it this is what these games games actually are and that's what they're titled mm. so we're, we're removing away from the colors and the stones and the and the, and the earthly elements yes and the uh planets <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh we're we're coming into uh sort of a more stylized direction and a lot a lot of people think it's like oh tying in with the new movie that's supposed to be coming out there's like a there's like a movie a new pokemon movie that's titled something with something to do with pikachu or something like that and mm. uh, they think like pokemon might be uh pushing towards a new direction for this type of thing uh, I don't know, but um, either the case, if you haven't seen the screenshot, we'll just quickly quickly describing to you. It's, like I said before, Eevee riding a trainer, riding a Lapras. There's a Magikarp swimming around there. There's a Gyarados tail in the back uh, that you can see. There's the island where there's actually usually a trainer sitting with a Magikarp, if you remember in the previous games, between Cinnabar Island and Pallet Town. Uh, because that... that that block of land, for some reason, is completely ingrained in my memory. Oh, it is too. It is. Wow. It is. 
I have a good eye, my friend. I mean, it could easily just be like I I don't remember this from Sun and Moon at least this area. So, hmm. Well, yeah, but you know. So, do you think the Pokemon Let's Go? Do you reckon that relates to their sort of uh, integration with Pokemon Go? Do you think this is going to be a pretty major thing they're going to be pushing that Pokemon Go and the new Switch games are going to be very closely linked together. No, I don't think I don't think it's got anything to do with it. I think it's just naming conventions for um like they can't they can't just say a lot of like you would have seen like a lot of like fake fake like Pokemon game boxes in the past and stuff like that that it's just like Pokemon Jirachi version or Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in the same the same mind thinking as that, but they're just like, it sounds stupid if we just say Pikachu version or Eevee version, so let's give it a subtitle. Yeah, okay. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think if there is Pokemon Go integration, which I think we cursed last week, we're like, no, why? <laughs> you know, not really that interested. Um, if there is some kind of Pokemon Go integration, I hope it's not too damaging. Um, they reckon that you throw Pokemon Pokeballs like the Poke, like the PokeGo style. Hmm. I'd be fine with that. I'm I'm of the mindset. I quite like it to be a modern Poker Walker because uh, back when the Poker Walker came out with Heart Gold Soul Silver, I really enjoyed that. I I was actually on a holiday at the time in Tasmania, so walking about everywhere. So I got lots of use out of that Poker Walker. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and I'd be quite happy to do that now too. Just have it, you know, send a Pokemon to Pokemon Go, get some whatever you're getting when you're walking with it, and bring it back. Mm-hmm. But the idea of, uh, if it's just like a bit of a mini game to sort of uh, make kids feel more immersed or make or try and make you feel more immersed that you're actually throwing the Pokeball, that's fine. Hopefully there is an option to be like, oh, you, you know, you want to toggle it on or off. But if it, it does worry me having uh, how they handle the capture mechanics because I, um, I don't want to be doing spin balls and all that type of thing you're doing in Pokemon well, I Go. I like doing that though. Do you? No. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine with that in Pokemon Go, but I don't want that... In, in the Pokemon game. I think I think it would be a perfectly fine idea if you get a flat rate if you're just tossing the Pokeball like as per normal as you would with a button mm. or you get a bonus for doing the actual motions. I'm fine with that. You keep the base rates the same as they are now and then you add in that little bonus for people would to use the Would you do it so you can control. just miss it? Well, yeah. Like, yeah, sure, why not? It's well, a risk chance reward thing. Like, just imagine it in that perspective. I don't want Pokemon jumping all over the screen like they're doing Go or dodging whatever, like dodging Pokeballs by yelling at them. Pokemon, because Pokemon Dodgeball Edition. It's, li- just- <laughs> it's literally a scam, guys. They dodge the Pokeball, you miss the Pokeball, you lose more Pokeballs, and then eventually you're like, oh, I don't have the time to hit Pokestops this week, so you're going to buy Pokeballs. Mm. It's a scam. <laughs> It is the biggest scam ever. It's, it's not the worst. a scam. It's just a free-to-play game where they try to make you spend money. You, you throw a Pokeball and it misses and you lose that Pokeball forever. Can't you just walk over there with your lazy ass and pick it up? What's the- See, I used to tap it all the time when I miss. I thought that picked it up. It doesn't. Yeah, I know it doesn't. I, but when it first came out, I'm like, oh, I can tap it, pick it back up. No. And no, no, it doesn't work that way. They just want you to buy more. <laughs> it's, it's silly. Anyway, um... Uh, I, I, for the risk war, like you lose the Pokeball if you toss it, fine. That's 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 all good. Uh, but if you hit a good shot, then hey, you, you get a bonus. I think that's I think that's fine. Yeah, that could be that. okay. It, 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 it just have to. I'm I'm just gonna stay open minded until I see it in action. Like you know, just it is kind of when when you see that like a mobile game's gonna infect like. A major RPG is kind of like, oh, I don't know, but hopefully, hopefully it turns out okay. Oh, look, I hope, I hope that uh, I have, I have high hopes that the game is going to be good on its own, but I just hope that PokerGo isn't like, isn't a major part of it, like a huge influence. <laughs> well, like, like there there are like positive aspect aspects you could pull from Pokemon Go. Like, you could do like some online mode where you're trying to hold a gym with your friends and like things like that. They could really integrate like some cool things from. Uh, what Pokemon Go spawned within the last two years, but yeah, it'll just be interesting to see. I don't know. I, I just uh, I fell out of Poker Go, uh, Poker Go after they made a bunch of changes to the game uh, from its initial launch. Yeah, I thought I thought the game was pretty alright in its initial launch, apart from some server crashes and stuff like that, and just just the general things. But then they made some changes, which just made the game a little less bearable. Mm. And I know they've improved on it since then, and hell, I open it every now and then, but not enough to 
Not enough to care. Yeah. I would like to play it more now, but like I, I, I want to sort of use it as an excuse to get out running and that. Yeah. I think that'd be good. And like, they're doing cool things. Like, like you, they almost got like an achievement system where you're trying to uh, do certain tasks and then that can lead you towards the legendary Pokemon for, you know, that month or time or whatever they've got going at the time. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Look, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, disputing it. I think like, if 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 it's anything, it is a motivator to get out and do some more exercise or mm. something like that, or go outside and do more stuff in general. So mm. that's fine. But yeah. Anyway, uh, there was there was actually um, other physical evidence that could be leading to this. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so Mr. Masuda, who's uh, the director over at Game Three, he's been like really leaning into these leaks. He's been posting of like plushies of um, Pikachu and Eevee. There's the the uh, design team who are well, the staff at Game Freak who are all there like with all their Eevee and Pikachu stuff out like they're really <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if if people dressing up in big Eevee costumes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Eevee just walking around Game Freak. Did you see? Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, not even if it, even if if this was wrong if I was the director or whatever I'd be like ah oh, fuck it let's, let's lean into it let's really uh, <laughs> troll these kids yeah let's uh, spin them around and make them look like fools <laughs> <laughs> but no it does yeah it, like this is why I think this that evidence there was the main reason I've been so you know uh, accepting of the leaks that have come out in the past five days yeah because there's actual physical evidence to it now. It's not just, it's not just. Hey, here's a really crappy picture of a game and a logo that looked like it could have been designed in Photoshop and had a filter put over it within like four hours. Yeah. Well, even if it's a really good um, logo, it can still be easily faked too. Like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And and the website domain names again, like even if they're registered by the same uh, provider. <laughs> You know, you never know who's on on that end making uh, making shit up and putting it out there. But like with with uh, Masada going around with the company, taking all these pictures of Eevee and Pikachu stuff, or people dressing up in big Eevee and Pikachu costumes and stuff like that, going around the studio, it just yeah, it, it it's a little more uh, solidified. This is this is the sort of evidence you need to go. Hey, maybe this leak is actually on point. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about these. I, all, like every, it was a couple of days ago. I sort of calmed down now, but like after I heard about this and that the announcement's coming soon, I'm just like, get up in the morning, check Twitter. Has there been any Pokemon news? <laughs> like, yeah, re- really excited. I hope this is what's going to be shown. Do you think it'll be before E3? Um, I don't know. I, I always like you know Pokemon's always done their own thing, but this year I was going to assume they're going to play nice and go with Nintendo and sort of be announced at direct, but who knows really who knows if if the screenshot if the screenshot if anything is viable the screenshot basically says to me that uh, it it is it is upres sun and moon graphics yeah uh models are more detailed to the fact that they can be displayed in 1080p whatever and it'll be out this year yeah i i think that's the perfect viability uh, like it, it is viable and possible if that's the case Mm. Uh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't have taken a long to develop the region of Kanto. They've already done that a million times at this point. No, they have got to age the houses a bit, change the roof um, colors oh. because the old man had to retile it because oh. it's been ten years. Oh dear. Yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the interesting the interesting concept, I suppose, um, that would be coming out of it is we'd be getting Kanto for sure. Yeah. What else would be coming with that game? Oh, they can't. They can't not include Johto. I feel. I hope that. I. I sincerely hope they do. But at the same time, in my head, I'm just like, they're not gonna do it. They. They. They kind of have to. It's right there. We know it's there. Let us go there. <laughs> <laughs> it just. I would like to see it in reverse order. I would like to go from Kanto to Johto instead of Johto to Kanto. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Because yeah. going to Johto and having an endgame in Johto would be really neat. I feel like if Red and Blue are integrated into the story, like their characters in the game, then. No, Johto is going to have. No, you'll think would play a fairly huge role in that. Well, if uh, if gold, if gold, silver, and crystal were anything to go by, then blue is a professor and red is a loner that sits on top of a mountain. So maybe red's changed his course. I doubt blue would have changed his career path. So maybe, maybe he's the new professor. 
Said, oh, yes, I think he will be, actually, now that you... Maybe Blue is the new professor. I, like, that's something I just thought of. I'll put money on that. I'll put money on that. I, yeah. I would put money on that. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't know how Red would, uh, would be fitting into it. I suppose maybe he'd be the lance of that game. What, he'll still be the champion? You're thinking? Maybe not the champion. Maybe not the champion. But he'd be like... (laughs) In Gold, Silver and Crystal, Lance was sort of like a mentor who... Whenever you came across a big struggle, like uh, back at the Lake of Rage and stuff like that. Similar to Steven. uh, Even Steven. Absolutely. (laughs) Even Steven. Even Steven. (laughs) God damn it, Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) You know, he'd be the mentor type of mentor type of deal, maybe. You know, uh, he has to talk though. So you reckon they're gonna make him give him words? I hope they do personally. If he's a bigger character, I think he'll be very quiet still. I don't think he'll be like, "Hey there, little buddy. I hope you've been training your Pokemon. Here's a Beldum. Beldum. Here's a Beldum. Or uh, yeah, you know, I have six, so I can have a Metaross. <laughs> Just. <laughs> just smack them all together um i think um i think it'd be more like he'd be more more of the stoic hero kind of type where like he's <laughs> yeah you almost see him as like that person that's pissed off because he hasn't had his coffee in the morning he's just like follow me yeah <laughs> it's just dot 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 oh, okay follow me <laughs> so, so follow me it's like giovanni pops up he's like ha 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 i'm the evil leader of team rocket i'm back after a massive hiatus it's just like He's just saying, "Do I have to fix your shit before I before I drink my coffee this morning?" <laughs> Seriously, I already dealt with you ten years ago, and I was ten then. <laughs> I'm twenty now. What do you think I'm? Any, you think I'm any worse? Yeah, old man, red, twenty years old. That's a, he, he's an ancient in the Pokemon universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I think I think there's a lot of interesting concepts they could do with that game. We'd, we'd be saying goodbye to Professor Oak if that's the case, but I think we'd still see him in some form. Yeah, the, he's, I don't think he's going to die of old age. No, I, <laughs> they're going to have him like in the nursing home, <laughs> Lavender City. He goes, oh no, you go and visit Professor Oak's grave. Oh, that's getting dark. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Please. No, let's let's not go that far with poor old Professor Oak. Really get into this fa- like Canto fan fiction. We're just gonna. <laughs> I just think I just think uh, like having characters like Blue show up as more prominent figures is cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like Blue was it? As we all know, Blue was a bit of a dick. He was a dick. He, he was an absolute dick. He was just like it was no different to it was no different to Silver. But the difference is, is like Silver actually showed a change of heart by the end of his arc in Kanto in Gold Silver Crystal. He actually showed a bit of a change, and he was like, maybe I should start respecting Pokemon more and doing the right thing. And he came into more of his more of his thing. Whereas with uh, Blue, we never got that really. Even even in the Johto games, Blue is just kind of like, God oh, damn it, I have to do this crap again. I'm like, oh, I'm a scientist now. I might be a gym leader, but I don't, you know, I'm, I'm on Cinnabar Island, like stunning volcanoes. Get out of my way. <laughs> you know, he, he just sort of... In, uh, in Sun and Moon, though, he humbled a bit. Like, you can tell that he... He humbled. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm hoping will transition into... He's a professor. He's like, smell you later. Smell you later, kid. You're like, okay. <laughs> Just walks out of the office. Here's your Pikachu. Smell you later. <laughs> Bye. Uh, he did though. He humbled in Sun and Moon, and I hope that's like. I almost hope it's like the bridge between it. Do you know what I mean? Like him and Re- him and Red show up. I know. I know you didn't pay much attention to the battle tree or whatever, but I went there and did that. And he he kind of. He was more cheery and he was kind of just like Red was saying nothing as always. And he's just like, ah, don't worry about him. He's always like that. Whatever. And then you're like, ah, oh, which one of us do you want to battle? Sort of thing. Yeah. I'm hoping that's like him taking a job off before he starts his like career as a professor. He's on vacation in Alola beforehand. I, I just... <laughs> I remember the comics come out after Sun and Moon uh, where like Blue's just like Red we're going on a holiday and he was like get off this stupid mountain you've been you've been up here for years your mother doesn't know where you are <laughs> come on a vacation with me to the to the tropics come on we're going and then he like pulls him by the ear and he walks off <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hope that's the case like, I kind of hope it's just like you know Red's Red's kind of been doing his own thing for a while and you know Blue Blue's sort of brought him back into reality a little bit and 
Mm. He, he's come down from Mount... Like, Red's come down from Mount Silver and he's not doing that standing at the top of it for 10 years. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, it's just a lot of I, I think I think it invokes a little bit for me to hear those two are back in the in the sense that gold and silver were the last you ever really like yeah. canonically hear of them until sun and moon I really do hope these are um, like more more sequel-esque rather than just the remake so because all this sounds so good I cannot wait for it honestly yeah it um, does quickly before we move on just uh, like with, with the graphics very similar uh, looking to sun and moon by the looks of it how do you feel about that I'm fine with it. I am too, yeah. Um, transitioning into a new console is not an easy thing, and I realized that, like, they probably already had something in the works. Mm. They always have something in the works, the Pokemon company. They're, ne- they're never stopping. Yeah. There's always there's always a Pokemon spin-off or a remake or a mainline game being developed. I think that these were the next step for the 3DS. Yeah. Because, um, like, these games are already... Uh... Like Sun and Moon are already really pushing the 3DS to the point where it doesn't let you turn on 3D at all. Yeah. And like a new 3DS runs it much better. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, so I think it looks really not, it'll look really good on Switch. I have no worries about that. No, I have no problem with Upres Sun and Moon. That's fine. Uh, I don't think the majority of Pokemon is the overworld exploring anyway. And I know there are a lot of people that are just like, wow, I want like pokemon but it's breath of the wild <laughs> sort of deal where it's like i'm running through these big open areas with no loading zones and there's just pokemon like gushing out the trees but something like that takes <laughs> gushing out the trees <laughs> that's the way to put it yeah you know what i mean all the ambipoms just gushing in the trees <laughs> <laughs> I, I i understand that something like that takes a long time to develop and you look at you look at breath of the wild and you you realize that you know yeah yeah, <laughs> that the time we waited for that game. The time we waited for it, and it was worth it. It was worth it. I um, I absolutely love the game. But anyway, uh, it there's just there is uh, a lot there to consider that they'd already been working on something because again they're always working on something. And if this is the this is their first venture into the Switch, that's fine. Yeah, like I'm not going to curse it. <laughs> a while back we said, well, we don't want Pokemon this year because we want them to take their time. We want them. We want a good game we can absolutely stand by absolutely love yeah um, but if if this is their first game and apparently it's not going to be Gen 8 so no yeah. no new Pokemon no new mechanics no yeah no readjusting of Pokemon stats or anything like that so mm-hmm. pretty much what we've got with Sun and Moon having that on the Switch it'll look fine it'll, it'll look great even mm-hmm. um, then the next step that's when you know we want to we want to see some differences look I, I again i was under the presumption that they said when they were developing an all-new mainline pokemon game for the switch my presumption was they were starting from scratch i don't think they they i think it's obvious now they haven't started from scratch they already had something in the works yeah and that's fine if they're if they're putting it to switch and going let's see what we can do with the switch first before we move on that's mm. that's okay so if they can get it out this year, they've got the old engine, the old whatever, up-resed, obviously retooled for the Switch, one screen and everything. Yeah. Um, no new Pokemon, no new, no, you know. So, you know, that, a, t- a team as big as Game Freak, they should be able to get, I can, it, yeah. get it out this year. I can d- I can deal with that. Yeah, absolutely. Jodo, please. <laughs> yeah. Even just... I'm sorry, I want, I want it, I want it. Yeah, I want it so bad too. I just think, I just think like... Uh, if you if you want to if you want to do something like that, I think it'd be good to knock two birds with one stone and show us everything you've got. You know, if they have been working on this for a while, then they've already got all the maps for everything. It's not like Kanto's the only one they're gonna. I do want like new areas and stuff though. If they can, if the I don't care I don't care about new areas if they give us a second region. And there's a lot to love in Jodo. Yeah, you know. That would look really good in those graph in that graphic style. It'd feel, it'd feel almost a little bit of a waste of effort if they didn't put Johto in. No, I want Johto so bad. Just I, g- give us all of it. <laughs> it. It's just yeah. I think like when when you're competing in a well, technically they're not competing with anything because Pokemon is in its own nature. But like when you hold up, if if it's only Kanto and you hold that game up to Zelda or something, and you're just like, these are the same price. What am I paying for? Mm. You know what I mean. Well, that's just because Zelda's so 
Yeah, but it's like, so good. You pay <laughs> eighty. So you pay eighty dollars for Zelda. We're paying what anywhere from sixty to seventy dollars for a Pokemon game now. If you're going to charge eighty dollars for a Pokemon game, I feel it needs to have that content to back it up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess they're charging console prices now too. They have to. So yeah. yeah. So please, you know, I would love Jodo in there. If our sixty Australian dollars did not uh, was not enough for you to. Include more more post game, more extra areas. Hopefully, more hundred dollars is game freak. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you mentioning something like uh, you said that um, like I think it was Masada said like it, it doesn't keep people's attention nowadays. Yeah, in in today's world where you know you're playing a million games, you got your phone, you got you know all this entertainment on YouTube. People aren't paying as Playing playing for as long and discovering all the content within games, which is probably true. But what about the people that um that are that are yeah yeah you know um who is your audience that is buying all of your merchandise, all of your movies, all of your everything? Absolutely. So the you more know. the more um the more they can keep us in their games, like the better. Because what what they want us to do go over to the you know iPhone and start <laughs> just playing free games, then you get none of their money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, it doesn't matter if that. There again, yeah. There are people that go and do it. You know, there are people that go and they they switch between multiple devices. I'm one of those people. But I can tell you now, if Pokemon came out with content, mm. I'd do the content. Yeah, oh, I I know we're we're meant to be wrapping this up, but I really want them to do like um, I know they're doing this in Sun and Moon, where it's like oh worldwide all the players come together to try and catch a million in Pokemon and stuff like that but I would love to see some more uh, elaborate on uh, more elaborate uh, things to do like as events that come out together mm-hmm. with like awards that actually make you go okay I've got to do this yeah. something that makes you come back to like something like similar to what Splatoon's doing with Splatfest and that yeah yeah might even be, might even be online tournaments you know, once a month or I don't know whatever it might be I really want to see you can win yourself a level 100 magic up with fly <sighs> if if you win this tournament it's like oh, oh, oh that's cool that's nice that's nice I'll, I really want to fly on that magic up <laughs> it, it's just yeah I think um, I think uh, this news has got us really excited especially with all the all the hints Pointing to yes now, I'm glad that uh, the uh, the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee being apps things is was completely out of the question. I'm glad that um, that's actually translated into no, that's what the title of the Pokemon game is. And I'm glad that's how yeah. it is. Like just with this year, if like presumably Pokemon is coming out this year, and we've got that and for like that and Smash Brothers for me in the same year I'm like yes yeah, well that's <laughs> your year that's I, your year covered I'm not going to uh, leave my Switch no that's your year covered for you yeah. because uh, like last year we, you had Zelda and Mario and it's like oh it's such a good year but this year if you have Pokemon and Smash Bros then you're like oh it's such a good year if in 29 we're, 29 to, uh, 2020 2019 2019 we're not that far I, I know I'm losing myself um, <laughs> 2019 we get Metroid and Bayonetta oh what a year you know, there's two major game releases and then, like, stuff in the middle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the uh, the nice, uh, creamy middle, which is Kirby, Yoshi, <laughs> uh, something else. <laughs> HD ports of Wii U games. Oh, a bit of Mario Maker. Mm. Mm. I actually want Mario Maker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone really wants Mario Maker. Yeah, the Switch is yeah. perfect for it. Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Anyway, we'll, we'll wrap this up by saying, yes, this looks good if this is the case. Gotta catch them all. <sighs> Certainly do. Let's. Just, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Let us go in the Pokemon world. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, th- along with that, um, this literally come out probably as... Probably while we are recording last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, a leak come out that Retro Studios is developing a game called Star Fox Grand Prix. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So this is going to be a racing game akin to Diddy Kong Racing, mixed with F Zero. Uh, <laughs> it, it come. Uh, that's what this article says, but um, it did come out that uh, it wasn't really F Zero esque. But who, who right? That's what maybe I re- it's may- thematic wise they were talking about. I don't know. Mm. Um, 
I could I could see it being a thing. Won't go into all all the details here um, right now, but uh, how do you feel about this? I is the the question I suppose really is is this what Star Fox fans want? Uh, I think they want something that's a good game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, that's that's harsh. Anyway, (laughs) that's the truth. If you're a Star Fox fan and you're like, oh, uh, the the last uh, even decade of Star Fox has been pretty pretty shallow. It it Star Fox is a series that's really lost its way, especially since uh, oh yeah, well. si- since Nintendo sixty four they've they've had experimental uh, like on the DS they experimented with touchscreen controls on the GameCube, um, they sort of the, the Star Fox Adventures they sort of shoehorned Star Fox into uh, an original IP. Uh, Rare was originally making yeah and, Dinosaur Planet yeah Dinosaur Planet that's it. So I feel like apart from um, Star Fox sixty four remake on DS or 3DS, sorry, you haven't really seen s- sort of something Star Fox fans are really excited for. Well, uh, I, I guess I guess Star Fox fans weren't excited for it, but if anything, if anything was considered, I thought uh, the Nintendo DS Star Fox was good, and I thought the GameCube one was good. Not Star Fox Adventures, the uh, Assault, yeah, Assault and Command on DS, yeah. I See, thought I thought Command was nice. It was okay. Like it, it, it had a lot it, of branching it, stories with different characters, and yeah, it was fine. But like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just one of those games you had to put time into to get the value out of it. Mm. There, there was a lot. In my opinion, there was a lot to love in Command, at least. Mm. Um, whether whether you were a fan of Fox, Crystal, Peppy, you know, Slippy, Falco, Jinx. <laughs> anyone <laughs> you know what I mean and then they had like a couple of original characters in there like Slippy's wife <laughs> nice <laughs> there's there's just you know there was a lot in there I feel that like uh, could have been could have been loved but I think uh, especially when it comes to like some of the characters that we introduced in um, uh, adventures like Crystal I don't think anybody likes Crystal I think everybody hates Crystal. No, I don't think I like. M- most of it's probably due with uh, what game she first appeared in. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think Crystal is a bad character at all. I think yeah. I think Crystal is fine as a character. I think it's just unfortunate she appeared in the well, worst Star like, Fox. It's not like everyone's like, oh, Peppy, what a character! What a character is Peppy! What a oh, Peppy hair, do a barrel roll. Am I right, guys? No. But uh, when I first uh, heard about this leak news, whatever you want to call it, I it personally excited me a lot. I think Star Fox needs a, a reinvention, uh-huh. yeah. and um, I, ha- I, having it as sort of a a racing game with hub worlds and uh, like things to explore in it, I think that's a really uh, good way to do it as well. You know, I I don't mind the idea of a junker Star Fox, which is like. You're making your own ships or something like that. Something akin to if you've ever played Star Wars Episode One Racer for the 64, mm-hmm. where it was basically like, hey, you've you've got like this ship and you're like, you're you've got this junkyard where you can like purchase and add parts to your vehicle or stuff like that to modify your vehicle to specifically the way you want it to drive. Yeah, Star Wars Episode One Racer was a freaking good game, by the way. <laughs> It was a great Nintendo sixty four game yeah. for a, it's, it's the uh, the best thing that came for out of that a licensed movie. movie game. Yeah, literally, it yeah. was it was yeah. really good. <laughs> I I think I think something like that would be really great for Star Fox. I think that'd be awesome. I don't think that's where the series should head. I think as a spin off game, it would be great though. Mm. Um, I hope that if this is no, I'm I'm not saying like every <laughs> every Star Fox game from now on is a racing game where <laughs> yeah. you're going around. Where where's Captain Falcon gonna go? The poor the poor lad. He'll be he'll be knocked out of his own race, even though he hasn't been in a race for a long time. I really hope there's a little uh, when it comes <laughs> when it comes out as a little box. I hope the corner. <sighs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I really, I really hope the corner of this game's box art is just uh, added Falcon mode, new Falcon mode, like a like the new uh, funky mode. Yeah, just Falcon punch your way to victory. I don't, yeah, that just adds just Falcon punch, Falcon punch, Falcon punch. Anybody, just says any, it the whole time. Anybody comes to the side of your car, he just punches them, knocks them off the track. Yeah, it's just invincibility mode or something. Yeah, so. Pretty much, it sounds like you're like, oh, so-so in the game. Like, 
have, you have to see it to really have an opinion on it. Well, yeah. I, I yeah. think I think it's something that we need more news on before I can make a judgment. Yeah. But I think a, jun- a, a Junker-style Star Fox would be cool. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but how do you feel about Retro working on it? Especially I ne- don't know. <laughs> especially now that we know Metroid Prime 4 is a thing, so... You know, you don't have to get your knickers in a knot that there's no brand new Metroid Prime coming out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never... Have have they done anything racing that I've seen in recent years? Uh, I mean, they worked on Mario Kart 7 on 3DS and I, I guess they worked on Mario Kart 8 as well. They, they did worked a, on it? Yeah. They okay. did um, map design for the uh, Donkey Kong level in Mario Kart 8 as oh, well. Map design. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just map design. It's one of the best courses too. Yeah, but just map design. Well, I don't know what it just is. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Uh, if it is if it is done by Retro Studios, then I hope their first real endeavor into developing their own racing game turns out well. Uh, but a part of me is just like, uh, as much as uh, I can get why people hated Adventures, maybe it was just me at a younger age, but I didn't see why everybody hated it that much. Maybe it's, again, because it was not what Star Fox fans wanted, but I hope that uh, it just doesn't turn out like that and people are just like, this is not what we, what we want from a Star Fox game. We want an on-rail shooter. You know, I hope that's I hope that's the case. Yeah, I hope they didn't get... I hope they don't get the same backlash. Yeah, I feel like the the people saying that are very, very small. <laughs> like, the amount of people saying that. What about Star Fox Adventures? No, but saying that, that they want an on-rail shooter, I just don't think that's the... In 2018, I don't think that's uh, really, you know, that popular. I don't know. You ask the people that play Time Crisis in the arcades, I guess, and <laughs> mm. you know, it's... I, I love those games too. Like, I really like Sin and Punishment as well. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, in my in, I guess, just down to my core. I just think it's not my place to be like, is this what Star Fox needs? We'll see at E3, I think. <laughs> I, I I loved Lilac Wars. I loved Star Fox Assault. I loved Star Fox Command, but you know Assault and Command those were also games that weren't generally received well by people for whatever reason I I'm not sure why Assault Assault had some ground sections where you played as Fox in like a third person type shooter type deal maybe that's why people didn't like that mm. but I thought that was fine and Command I guess because it was a DS game and they wanted a Wii game I think it was just like the touch like a lot of people didn't like the touchscreen controls and uh-huh. but, but yeah I don't know I thought it was okay I just think I just think uh like you said earlier, Star Fox has been lost for a while and it's a bit hard to gain traction, but I think that's more due to the fan base overthinking it, what they want. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, the, you, the reviews come out and they're like, this is uh, this is not what we want from a Star Fox game. And it's just like, well, maybe the series is trying to find footing outside of an on-rail, you know? Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting like, to see if it's like just racing or whether they have like a bit more uh, stuff in there, like maybe missions type of thing. Yeah. Like story mission mode rather than just racing who knows no, it could be cool I'm looking forward to it hopefully hopefully, uh, regardless of this is real hopefully we do see Retro's game it is time this year to see Retro Studios yeah. at E3 yeah we need we need Retro yeah. I think I mean uh, how funny would it be if if all they've been working on was just the Donkey Kong <laughs> Tropical Freeze port <laughs> that's what they've <laughs> been working on funky mode before, four, was that four years yeah four years that's what they've been working on don't forget funky mode you're a singing little man today aren't you I am <laughs> <laughs> alright Bryce we'll move into the plugs alright so on the 5th of June we're going to be uh, that's when we're going to release our episode for our E3 predictions and if you would like to join us in predicting what you think is going to be involved in Nintendo's E3 digital presentation, what are they calling it this year? Just whatever. Oh, d- digital hickey-madoo. Oh, that's a cool name. Digital um, hickey-madoo. Boo. That's a cool little catchphrase too. All right. That's wonderful. <laughs> Hire me, Nintendo. No, don't do that. Please. If, if, I need money. <laughs> if Nintendo hires you, you're just going to be sitting in the microphone. do 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 go Nintendo. Where's 200 bucks? <laughs> Do you like my sound effects, Nintendo? Do 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 do. Anyway, if you would like to join in our E3 predictions episode, which will uh, be on the fifth of June, um, send in your predictions to uh, our Twitter, which is at the House of Mario, or our Discord community that is uh, in the show notes. In the show notes. See, I've got a good echo here. That's in good. the show. <laughs> <laughs> And that will be under our weekly topics uh, section in the Discord community. 
Yeah, absolutely. Send them in so we can talk about them on the show. Also, got a PO box. We're not going to tell you that because that would be very sl- a slow way of uh, sending it in. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have the internet, how did you download this podcast? And there's a lot of questions. We'll go with that. Yeah, they heard it on the gramophone. That's fine. We we started releasing physical copies of our episodes uh, via records. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> What about one of those like cup phones you like using the treehouse? You just like put up. To your yeah, ear. we just have one networked all over the country, and people are like get around, boys. It's time for the air Mario. And they like, <laughs> put, put this single like cup phone on the bar. And they're like, they're talking. Oh, so they're all just like listening. So why is this random dickhead just doing sound effects? And he thinks Nintendo's going to hire him. <laughs> You're fucking rude. I am very rude. I'm a rude man. Uh, so, Bryce, where can they find you on Twitter? This is the longest <laughs> plug we've at ever done. At Bryce DeWitt. You can find me at iDruby. And we're a part of the 8-Bit Collective. We are a part of the 8-Bit Collective. We are. Yes, my friend. Yes. A group of uh, Australian podcasters all joined together to uh, make some good podcasts. Yes, yeah, I guess that's the best way you can put it, right? I've just ran out of steam, man. I've just ran out of steam. <laughs> it has been a long day for you. Yes, yes, that's been. Uh, so, so much time kicking around balls. Bryce, what is our Nintendo jukebox this week? <laughs> what is our Nintendo jukebox this week? Uh, I believe that uh, something actually happened on uh, the Jimmy Fallon show. Friend of, friend of the show. <laughs> yes, a friend of the show. Good to good to see you on here, Jimmy. It's, it's, we love we love your stuff, and you know, glad you're listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on the Jimmy Fallon show, uh, whether you've seen this or not, um, I uh, they've actually done a cover of an Ariana Grande song uh, with Ariana Grande using Labo sounds. Yeah, well, Labo Labo uh, instruments. So they've actually like designed their own instruments. So they've done a guitar. They've done. <laughs> Uh, Ariana Grande, she's actually holding like a, a cardboard triangle, which is hooked up to like a remote, like a like a remote Joy-Con. She uses the hit and do the chimes, and they're using the fishing rod to do uh, some of like the like sound effects and stuff. It's really cool. Mm. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this was a thing when uh, when it was brought up to me just before we started the show. Um, I thought it was in reference to something that Ariana Grande already did a while ago, and that was used Nintendo sound effects in a song. Mm. But then he's like, oh, no, it's with Labo instruments. I'm like, oh, now that makes sense. <laughs> I actually really enjoy it. Like, um, Oh, I think it's cool, too. My girlfriend's always listening to Ariana Grande like in the car or something when she's traveling with me. I'm like, oh, my God, just... <laughs> like, you know, just whatever. But, <laughs> but this is actually a really cool song, and it, it, it pretty much... This uh, Labo version of it actually sounds like a bit like a toned down sort of acoustic version of it, which it is does. really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Anyway, so, so have a listen. If you want to watch the full video, we'll leave a link to uh, Jimmy Fallon's YouTube channel. It's really, it's, the video is worth watching, so go and uh, support him. Go and give him an extra million views. <laughs> He's already... Come on, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. You've got to get that 7 million views. Yeah, 7 million. 20 million. You've got to, he's got to catch million. up to This Is America in YouTube views, <laughs> which is like at 150 million. Don't meme it. Yeah, don't. People meme anything. All it's, right, Bryce. It's got a message. Sorry. You're right. I'll forgive you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, and we'll see you next week. Uh, yes. See you in the future. <laughs>